0: That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com,
1: your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Brian and Trickin. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Enchkin, a.k.a. KC Bubba. You can find me on the Twitter app, BD Entrick, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. Here to recap your uh, Thursday action on the Diamond, get you ready for Friday. Just a friendly reminder, as usual, Jake Crumbler will be covering for me over the weekend. He's doing a great job this year, and I appreciate the help on the weekend coverage. But uh, let's get at it. Let's have some fun recapping an interesting Thursday on the Diamond I uh, mentioned on yesterday's show that Danny Jansen left the game with a groin injury. He had an MRI on Thursday. team is waiting for the results. They are going to let him rest for a couple days, reevaluate him, use the results of the MRI to decide if he should go on the IL or not. They're in no real hurry. Dalton Varsha will act as the emergency catcher behind Alejandro Kirk, but uh, they'd like to get Jansen back sooner than later if they could because at least he's got the def- defensive skills back there that Kirk is not showing. As on Thursday, the Rays ran Wild all over Alejandro Kirk and the Jays. So something to keep in mind there going forward for streaming and fantasy and in DFS purposes. But Danny Jansen, not to the IL just yet. We'll have to wait and see. The Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim are calling up right-handed pitching prospect Sam Bachman from A. He's the team's ninth-ranked prospect. He'll start out of the bullpen for the Angels. They added some bullpen depth. He made six starts in A. He went with a five-eight-one ERA, a 24.6% K rate and a 16.9% walk rate. So he had control issues and a high ERA and double A. Gonna start out of the bullpen, see where it goes from there. Randy Vasquez will make his MLB debut for the New York Yankees on Friday. The 24 year old made nine starts in triple A Sc- Scranton. He had a 485 ERA, 25.5% strikeout rate, and an eleven point seven percent walk rate. Vasquez apparently has one heck of a curveball that can get a lot of swing and misses, but control is a major issue for him. He'll be uh he's got a tough one against San Diego in Yankee Stadium on Friday night. Kyle Hendricks was activated from the 60-day IL on Thursday and made his debut after battling injuries all of last year to start this year. Um, He went forward to third innings pitch, Hendricks did, with five runs, three earned, two walks, and five Ks against the New York Mets. It was a good start for Hendricks, all things considered, but he's at best a streamer in certain formats, nothing to run to the waiver wires for at this point in time. To make a corresponding roster move for Kyle Hendricks getting activated, the Chicago Cubs sent Nick Madrigal to AAA. It might be a long time before we see Nick Madrigal again. The um, New York Mets activated catcher Thomas Nito from the IL, or Nito from the IL, and DFA'd Gary Sanchez in the process. Sanchez, is he started the year in the Mexican League. Then he got a minor league deal with the Giants. He left that deal because he wasn't going to get called up. Went to the Mets, gets called up when uh, there was an opening, played a couple games, didn't do anything. Now he's DFA'd again. My, how the mighty have fallen with Gary Sanchez. One thing I'm interested to keep an eye on when it comes to the Mets with uh, Nido back is what happens to Francisco Alvarez. He's been hitting pretty well as a primary catcher for the Mets, but uh, was in a strict platoon with Nido when uh, it was a thing before he got hurt. So I'm kind of curious to see what the Mets do there. Hopefully they let Francisco Alvarez do his thing. Tyler Glass now will make his season debut on Saturday. He pitched good in his uh, recent rehab starts with in six innings, like 6Ks. He had, I think, 20Ks in about 13 innings over his rehab time. He threw 67 pitches in his last rehab start, so we could expect probably 75 to 80, hopefully, on Saturday. And that's probably what you're going to get for a while is they're going to baby step him back. They need their pitching. Most like even McClanahan only went 82 pitches on seven strong innings in his recent start. They're going to make sure they get as many of their pitchers to the finish line right now after losing Drew Rasmussen, um springs and others so far this season. Giants moved Logan Webb start back to Saturday as he's still be dealing with some lower back tightness, back stiffness. So keep an eye on that. I honestly as a Giants fan, I would be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if Webb's start just gets skipped altogether. We'll see. They need him to be healthy and good to go as he's pitched very very well for the team. No point in risking it over just one start. How Sung Kim of the San Diego Padres left Uh, Thursday's game after he fouled the ball off his knee, needed two trainers to help him get off the field. It looked pretty, pretty uh, not good, folks. But X-rays came back negative. He's day-to-day. They don't expect him to play Friday, maybe not even Saturday. Maybe take the weekend off. We'll see. But definitely not on Friday. See how he heals up from there. We have some fun call-ups here for some outfielders. The D-backs are recalling Jake McCarthy from AAA, sending Dominic Fletcher down to AAA. Fletcher was good at the time, started cooling down, but McCarthy, who started out the season horrifically, was a top draft pick, a high draft pick. I wouldn't say not top, but a high draft pick. Just a horrific start to the season. Went to AAA, and I call it a get-your-mind-right session. He played 22 games at AAA, hit three, thirty four home runs, and four steals for McCarthy. He looks much more like the pitcher we'd expect, uh, or the hitter we'd expect with McCarthy. And hopefully it's a sign of things to come. We'll see how he fits in the outfield. Pavin, Pavin Smith's out there with Lourdes Guriel and Corbin Carroll. Guriel and Carroll are going nowhere. So, you'd imagine I could see McCarthy going into Paven Smith's spot and Paven Smith sharing DH duties with Evan Longoria. So, good to have Jake McCarthy back. Uh, I looked. He's less than 20% rostered on uh, NFPC 12-team OC leagues. So, check your waiver wires, folks. Ramon Urias could return Saturday from his hamstring injury for the Baltimore Orioles. That could be a big plus for the, the utility player, middle infielder for the Baltimore Orioles. And also... The Colorado Rockies are calling up prospect Nolan Jones, who got called up earlier this year, didn't get to play at all, got sent back down. Nolan Jones has been crushing it in AAA, seeing 356 with 12 home runs and five stolen bases, playing extremely well. That will play in Colorado, folks. Hopefully this time around he actually gets to play and the Rockies don't Rocky this one up. Let's talk about some hitting highlights from your Thursday on the Diamond. Lots of offense as usual. Ty France. We've been reporting he got hit on the wrist with a pitch a couple nights ago, missed a couple games. Well, the wrist is fine. The wrist is very, very fine. On Thursday, Ty France went two for forward, two home runs, three runs scored and two RBIs. He's now hitting 266 on the air with five homers and one stolen base. More impressively, only a 13.2% K rate. Let's hope this is a sign of things to come for Ty France because Ty France has ridiculous power. He just hasn't found it yet this year, so it'd be really nice if it all took was a hit-by-pitch in the wrist to get him going. Michael Conforto is in fuego right now he went four for four on thursday night conforto had a home run a run scored an rbi a walk a stolen base he had the combo meal conforto is now hitting 239 on the season not a great average but 11 home runs and two stolen bases more importantly he's healthy he's healthy he shook the rust off you saw in april in the month of may michael conforto has seven home runs and 15 rbis uh, he's really getting it going hitting the ball hard all over the place he's stealing bags. Love to see it from Michael Conforto. Keep it going. Another guy who's tearing it up right now is Jorge Soler. Three for five with a home run, two runs scored, and two RBIs as he really enjoyed that Coors Field series. But it's not just Coors Field. You look at Soler on the season, hitting .261 with 15 home runs, 29 runs scored, and 32 RBIs, which is pretty, pretty good. And in the month of May for Jorge Soler, he's got 10 home runs, 22 RBIs, and he's hitting almost .290 on the month of May. so And he's not striking out until he got 26% K rate, which is great for Jorge Soler. He is really locked in right now. Great things to see. He gets Reed Detmers on Friday night, and Jorge Soler is destroying left-handed pitching. So uh, looking forward to seeing where this continues to go for the big man, Jorge Soler. For more details on the day's top hitters, make sure you check out the Daily Batters box on pitcherlist.com. Some starting pitching highlights from your Thursday. Alex Fado, six innings pitch. Two earned runs, three hits, no walks, and 10 Ks. This is the guy that we all hoped to see a long time ago when he was one of the top pitching prospects in baseball. He had 18 whiffs and a 32% CSW to go with 94 pitches. Great stuff from Fido. Our Fido, sorry. I want to see where this keeps going though. His pre previous three starts is only three starts this season. 15 and two thirds innings pitched, eight earned, five home runs, one walk, and 12 Ks. So hopefully it's the thing to come for Fido. We shall wait and see. This one shocked me and many other people. I, when I saw Julio Teheran was making a start, I just laughed. I laughed even more when he actually pitched well. Julio Teheran five innings pitched, one earned four hits, one walk, five Ks versus the Giants, which is very funny to me. He had seven whiffs and a 30% CSW on 83 pitches. This is crazy to think about for Tehran, who was once a really elite pitcher or gonna look like he was gonna be an elite pitcher with the Atlanta Braves. But when you look at Tehran, this was his first major league baseball start since he made one start for the Tigers in 2021, only one start that entire season. In 2020, he made nine total starts. He has not been a regular starter in quite some time, but the fact he has not made a major league start since 2021, basically a two year absence, or at least a year and a half absence for Julio Teheran to come back and that be your, your return to the diamond, pretty impressive stuff from the big man. Logan Gilbert keeps getting it done. Eight innings pitch, two earned, three hits, no walks. That's impressive alone right there. Six strikeouts against the Oakland Athletics. Gilbert had a 14 whist, 34% CSW, and only 77 pitches. He didn't even get a chance to get the CG. That is wild stuff. Uh, Paul Seawald got the uh, the save. But 77 pitches for Gilbert who has now has a 360 ERA, 303 XFIP, 69 Ks, and 60 innings pitched. It was one of those games where Gilbert, 77 pitches out. J.P. Sears threw 59 pitches, was out after five innings. Um, yeah, pretty frustrating for fantasy managers around baseball. Make sure you tune into the Plus Pitch Podcast with Nick Pollock and read his daily SP Roundup to get caught up on all things starting pitching. To the bullpens we go. You had your regular guys like Sewald like we talked about, Iglesias, Hater. They all got their saves, but a couple uh, interesting situations. Giovanni Gallegos picked up his fifth save of the season for the St. Louis Cardinals. I've said it on this show before. I love Gallegos. Saves and hold leagues, he's been great. Deep, deep formats, great relief option to have out there if you don't like streaming pitchers. Um, Helsley got the day off, but I looked at um, overall usage. Recent usage has been very similar to Giovanni Gallegos, so it kind of stood out to me like a, hmm, situation. And we said that a few times this year, and then Helsley comes back and gets a few saves, and this, that, and the other. But um, Gallegos keeps finding his way into the mix, and that's a good mix to find their way into. Yiner Cano, favorite of Alex Fast in the pitcher list family, picked up his fourth save of the season. Orioles are the second-best team in baseball. Felix Batista has a fair share of saves himself. Cano just picked up his fourth save. Um, and, and, you know, let's put a grain of salt on it. He walked his first batter of the season, 25 and 230 innings pitch before his first walk. That's pretty impressive stuff. But the fourth save for Cano, who's been absolutely outstanding, if anything were ever to happen to Batista, Cano is 100% the guy. But the way he's pitching, the way the Orioles are playing, Cano could find his way into 10-plus saves this season, which makes him 100% viable for many fantasy formats uh, out there. Make sure you uh, read the Daily Reliever Ranks article on pitchlist.com to get more information on all things relief pitching. All right, before we take a peek at Friday's action, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors.
0: When it comes to weight management, we tend to put our focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat, and that's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. And based on a sample of 4,272 Numers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. Try Noom today and see the results for yourself. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today.
1: And welcome back to the First Pitch Podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com. I am your host, Brian Inchkin, a.k.a. KC Bubba. Let's get a look at the weather from the one, the only, Mark Paquette. Thanks, Brian. Well, full slate on Friday. Great news. No weather issues anywhere. The one weather factor that we will notice across the country is the northern and eastern tier of the country will be much cooler and drier than normal. So places like Wrigley Field with plenty of sun during the only afternoon game in Detroit will be well below average in terms of temperature and humidity. But... No postponements, no delays. That's the big news. Thanks. Back to you. Thanks, as always, Mark. Appreciate the uh, preview of the daily weather for us. Hopefully, the rain rain stays away. All right, some DFS targets for Friday. Looking at some DraftKings action as a twelve game main slate starting at seven o five p.m. Eastern time. It's a fun slate. It's a fun twelve game slate. There's like Seven or eight pitchers that are pretty viable. A lot of offensive spots to target, so you can mix and match and really, really have a fun fun evening on the DFS diamond. Uh, but bats-wise, I'm going to keep targeting Shane Bieber, pitching to way too much contact. He's not getting crushed yet, but that day is coming. Maybe it's on Friday. St. Louis Cardinals could be a fun one versus Shane Bieber. So I like that one quite a bit. Uh, the Mets go to Coors Field and face uh, Sebald. That's one you definitely want to take. And then, if you want a contrarian one, because there's some other pretty obvious ones on the slate, a contrarian one to look at and look at for the entire weekend, I'll just preview that right now for you, is the Washington Nationals. They get uh, Jordan Lyles on Friday, they get Brady Singer on Saturday, maybe Lynch on Sunday. But you got like um, Lane Thomas, Candelario, Manises, and a few others have been very, very productive. They're very affordable. So, it's something to look at with the Washington Nationals. On the pitching side of things, like I said, there's a handful of really good pitchers, 9K and above. There's like six, five guys I really like. But uh, we're looking at Mitch Keller for Seattle. Mitch Keller's just been unconscious. I know it's been well-documented at PitcherList.com and many other places. His month of May alone, he's got like a sub-2 ERA, sub-2 XFIP, almost a 35% K to walk. It's been ridiculous what he's doing. And now he gets the Mariners on Friday night, so I like Keller a ton. On the flip side, I love George Kirby. The Pittsburgh Pirates were a great story in April, have been horrific. In uh, May, striking out over 28% of the time. Uh, just, just everything you want to do, you can do type situation. So, um, if I got, I told people on the other show that George Kirby is your cash game SP1. If you want to do a Kirby Keller cash combo, totally on board with that. I like Kirby in that one. Uh, Matthew Libertor, he gets to make his second start of the season against Cleveland Guardians. They strike out less than 20% of the time versus lefties in May, but they also hit like right around 200 with a low, low ISO. So Libertor should be in for a nice one if he goes five or six innings. I like him. There's a couple other pitchers. But those will be the three main ones I look at for this slate. Things I'm looking forward to, obviously Matthew Libertor making that second start after getting yo-yoed all over the place between, you know, will he start? Won't he start bullpen? What's he doing? Will he starting on Friday as of right now? So that's excellent to hear. Uh, I'm looking forward to a little Friday matinee, Wrigley matinee action. It's sort of the best traditions in baseball, a little Friday Wrigley matinee, and you get Hunter Green versus Justin Steele. I'm a big Steele fan. I know there's a lot of people that worry about the two-pitch mix. I'm not going to tell you you're wrong there. But I also want to see Hunter Green because his numbers have been rough, especially in May. He's made four starts in May. They've been very, very rough. But you need to also look at three of the four starts were in Great American Small Park. The other start was in Coors Field. He's finally leaving a band box. Let's see how Hunter Green, because he was still getting strikeouts in those matchups, but he's given up a ton of runs, as you'd expect. So Hunter Green versus the Cubs, who strike out a ton, First, Justin Steele. So looking forward to that. Kelly versus Kirby Nightcap. That should be a banger. And then last but not least, like I want to see some of these guys that are making improvements. Lance Lynn, great two-step last week. Can he continue on with that? Chris Sales, last three starts. Electric, strikeouts are there, velocity's up. Gets a D-back's team on Friday night. Do we get to see that fun? Uh, John Gray, we've seen three straight starts. The pitch mix changed. The velocity changed. Awesome stuff there. Goes and faces a tough Baltimore team in Baltimore. What's he gonna do? Looking forward to that. These are fantasy and real life stuff that I was looking forward to when it comes to baseball because we love baseball on the first pitch podcast at pitcherlist.com. And that's where we'll wrap it up there, folks. It's been another fun week chatting with y'all. Hope you guys have enjoyed it. Again, I'm on Twitter at BD if you have any questions. Make sure you guys check out pitcherlist.com, PL plus, PL pro. Don't forget to come and, and become a member over there. Get in the Discord, get the pitcher Bot. get the PLV tools. You get all kinds of cool stuff over there at PitcherList.com. So go check it out. You will not regret it. Once again, look forward to listening to Jake Crumpler over the weekend. Great stuff from Jake. I'll be back with you guys on Monday. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. This was the First Pitch Podcast, Friday, May 26th edition. Y'all have a great day.